0: Okay, I'll start with the VARES COVID vaccine adverse event reports for January 21st. Tonight's report is January 28th, but these statistics are through January 21st. This is the total number of reports that are confirmed on the government's website from the VARES public report. 1,071,000. Eight hundred and fifty-four reports, through the twenty-first of January. That includes twenty-two thousand six hundred and seven people who have died from the shot. It's not by me. It's from the confirmed report here. One hundred and twenty-one thousand five hundred ninety-seven thousand hospitalizations. Oh no, the hospitals are only filled with those who are unvaccinated. Mhm. You're right. 115,335 urgent care visits, 166,738 doctor office visits, 8,952 cases of anaphylaxis. Ah. <sighs> 13,348 Bell's palsy cases. 3,786 miscarriages. You know how many heartbroken couples and families there are? Mm. 11,502 heart attacks from some of the strongest people in the best shape of their lives. 29,706 cases of myocarditis or pericarditis. 40,000. sixty-nine people who have been permanently disabled from taking the COVID vaccination. But no, it's safe and effective. (laughs) 5,350 thrombocytopenia or low platelet count, uh, which leads to heart attack or stroke because of the blood clots. 25,777 life-threatening cases, 38,603 severe allergic reactions, and over 12,000 cases of shingles.
1: Not only are people who have gotten the shot having adverse reactions, but now we have situations where the unvaccinated are being denied services. Mm-hmm. So a uh, 42-year-old Shamgar Connors Is a father who's being denied a kidney because he won't commit the shot suicide, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and he's at the University of Virginia Medical Center. Another guy, D.J. Ferguson, is 31 years old and needs a heart transplant, but he's being denied because he refuses to get the clot shot as well. Now we reported last week that there um, have been several people who who've died in the hospital because of protocols. And one of them had escaped to Texas. Uh Well, Scott Quiner, unfortunately, passed on Monday. Uh And the doctor who oversaw his case here in Texas said that um, he was extremely ill. And he had appeared to have suffered for several months. the reason that he was so bad off was because they refused to even give him the most basic fluids and nutrients. He lost nearly 30 pounds while they were in the, he was in the care of the Minnesota hospitals. So the hospital protocols are killing people and the doctors are too afraid to stand up if they're even aware.
0: Stu Peter said, I believe that in a just world, when this whole COVID nonsense is said and done, there will be trials for everything that happened. Some of these people, like Tony Fauci, may very well deserve the death penalty. Mm. And And this one just really makes me irritated, too, because I actually, uh, this is personal. I learned about this a few days ago. And I'm just driving home. It was Sunday. Mm-hmm. I dropped you off for early church, took you to choir. Right. And I'm driving back home. It's early in the morning, listening to my favorite, once favorite local Christian radio station. Now, I love K-Love and Air One. And those are their national stations. Those are awesome. Those, that's the best Christian radio in the world is K-Love right there. But locally here, I was listening to my local station. Okay. And had a DJ on there, a lady, and she was excited. She was excited because she got word that every U.S. address was going to get four COVID test kits. The test kits, as we know as people who are awake, the test kits and the false results that they gave were what drove the pandemic numbers in the beginning. Right. Right. If it wasn't for all the false tests, then people wouldn't have panicked and said there were so many people sick. So anyway, it was really irritating that they're passing out free COVID test kits. Uh, We believe there's actually something more to those test kits than just a test kit, first of all. First of all, we know that they don't work for what the government's telling you it's supposed to be for. And the other thing is that there was some kind of creepy stuff that was found in under a very uh, deep microscope. So I don't know what's going on there. I'm not going to be sticking anything that the government sends anywhere. Yeah. They but, no, not there either.
1: <laughs> but on this article,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's not even our government.
0: What's going on? Read it. Well, on January 26th the blaze—that'd be Glenn Beck's place. They reported that once people stateside began receiving free at home COVID-19 test kits distributed by the Biden administration this week, many Americans began noticing something odd about the tests. They were made in China. Fox News anchor Bill Hemmer said after he'd ordered the four free test kits, which he admitted did arrive quickly, he saw the fine print that said, Made in China. And more scandalous headlines here about the FDA. They're pulling monoclonal antibody treatments while they're pulling the emergency use authorizations for them, which means that you won't be able to legally be able to use them. So now doctors are going to be forced to either break the law or let their patients die. The Food and Drug Administration suddenly rescinded the Emergency Use Authorization, or EUA, for a number of monoclonal antibody treatments that have been used for early treatment of COVID-19. The Florida Health Department made the announcement about the FDA's abrupt decision to pull the emergency use authorizations for the critical treatments. Without a shred of clinical data to support this action, Biden has forced trained medical professionals To choose between treating their patients or breaking the law, DeSantis said, there are real-world implications to Biden's medical authoritarianism. Americans' access to treatments is now subject to the whims of a failing president.
1: So there's still mask mandates going on as well. And there's this one female high school student in Roanoke, Virginia who pleaded with her school board about the current mandate that requires masks to be worn, even though Yonkin passed his own executive order banning school systems of the state from requiring the students to wear the masks. Roanoke County defied him keeping the mask mandate until February. So this courageous student blasts the school board. Let's listen to that.
2: I'm speaking for all of my classmates who feel the same way but are afraid to speak up. We hate the mask. There is no other way to say it. I have a message more for the adults who use the claim that they want to protect us as an excuse to defend their argument. I respect your opinion, and you are entitled to your opinion. However, you have no right to use us to get what you want. I know what I'm going through, and my peers know what they are going through. Stop putting words in our mouths and stop pretending that this is about our parents' views and not our own. I'm a student. I walk alongside your children every day. I see what you don't. The truth is we are struggling. We are mentally drained and our suicide rate is through the roof. Your children are more likely to want to kill themselves than die from COVID. They are turning to drugs and alcohol to escape. I talk with them every day. I hear what you don't. We suffer from anxiety and depression. We constantly break down and are becoming a shell of what we were. Your children are dying and COVID isn't the culprit. I am one of your children. I know what you don't. This centers around COVID regulations, the mask, and the isolation. But that is all ignored and swept under the rug because we are children and there are many adults with a different goal. All of this is passed over with, I want what's best for my kids. If this was true, then I wouldn't need to be standing here today defending me and my peers. Every day we are treated like livestock. Our emotions are unseen and our voices are unheard, which is perfect for the school staff who harass us and bully us, destroying what the mask in isolation has It. I don't feel safe at my own school. If we try to fight back, we are simply told that we are to blame or that we are, that they are simply doing what is best for us. We are the students. We experience what you don't. I encourage the school board to keep fighting for us. We have been overlooked and have been silenced for too long. We only come to mind to be used as puppets. Think about the children. This is even being said from the people who don't even have children in the school system. We want into this chess game. We are not pawns. We are people. I know the masks make it hard to see us, but we are human too. This is also affecting our education and our grades. This will ultimately reflect on the teachers, the schools, and Roanoke County as a whole. Public health officials are saying cloth masks don't work. Many of my peers, your children, have pointed this out. Masks do nothing for us. We still have to quarantine and students are still getting sick. The vaccinated and unvaccinated all alike. Other studies have shown this earlier but have been brushed aside. More is coming out about mental health and the suicides. We have been saying this and have been ignored. We are only asking the school board to make the mask optional, not to take them away. Feel free to still wear your mask, even too if that's what makes you comfortable. I have a proposition because I want what's best for the children. If you and your student are concerned or scared, you are free to wear your mask. There is a vaccine available. You can consider online schooling and staying at home. I respect and encourage people to make decisions that are best for their personal you, situations.
1: Wrap up your comments.
2: With all due respect, Mr. Chairman, Two years of my life have been taken away. If you could grant me just a couple more minutes, I'll be greatly appreciative.
0: Mm. I'm sorry.
2: All right. Suicide numbers here. Mental health emergencies rose by 24%, children 5 to 11, 31% for children 12 to 17. Everyone, no matter how you feel about the mass, should be concerned about that. Thank you for your time. Please consider my words.
1: And there's another young lady who told the school board, thank you. It's just not the kind of thank you that you would expect to receive. Listen to this lady.
3: Thank you for teaching students that our own mental health is much less important than making triple vaccinated adults feel safe. Thank you for teaching me that even the most minute risk is not worth taking. Life is best when you take the path of least resistance with no chance of failure and definitely no chance of catching a cold. Thank you for not reaching out to the students to ask how we feel about masks, because if you did, the majority of students would say that they hate masks, and then you might second guess your decision to make us wear them. Thank you for allowing me to experience the anxiety associated with never seeing facial expressions. Thank you for teaching us that we should never question authority or think critically, but instead, we should follow whatever the people in charge tell us to do. Obedience is best. I realize now that thinking for yourself is overrated and not really necessary when you can just make decisions based on fear. Thank you for pushing your irrational fears and anxieties on me because I didn't already have enough to worry about. I realize now how easy I had it when I only had to worry about my classes, my grades, SAT, and getting into college. Thank you for teaching me that being a morally superior person only requires that I cover my face for eight hours a day. And that the most morally superior people wear two masks or even three masks. As you know, states around us, Indiana, Wisconsin, Iowa, Michigan, and Minnesota, which have two and a half times more students than Illinois, don't force kids, don't force kids to wear to masks. I'm with you though. These states are out of control, recklessly putting kids at risk of misery and death every day. Masks work, even if these states have the same outcomes as Illinois. Speaking of data, thank you for staying silent without mask, about masking, despite the fact that COVID has a very high survival rate in kids my age. Who needs data anyway, though? We all know that it will never be safe to see anyone's face ever again.
1: I know, it's so, so good to hear these kids standing up for what they believe in. Absolutely. I just wish adults would be just as brave. Yes. You know? So, this last article
0: worldwide exclusive embalmers find veins and arteries filled with never before seen rubbery clots in this worldwide exclusive the very well-known and trusted dr. Jane Ruby meets with board certified embalmer and funeral director Richard Hirschman who reveals for the first time ever articles and or excuse me arteries and veins filled with unnatural blood clot combinations with strange fibrous materials that are completely filling the vascular system. Sounds like a sci-fi thriller about some sort of uh, graphene oxide right, or something. Yeah. Graphene oxide, something huh? Something crazy like that. Many of the victims Hirschman embalmed reportedly died of heart attacks and strokes, which has been a highly reported side effect of the COVID-19 vaccine. According to the government's Vaccine Adverse Reporting System, VAERS, the very one we're talking about here, the COVID-19 vaccine has been responsible for over 20,000 deaths. We've already told you how many, 22,600, with hundreds of thousands of injuries. Mr. Hirschman reports that he found resistance when he tried to embalm these jabbed patients and then found these strange materials and pulled them from the large vessels of the bodies. The images shown in this interview are terrifying. Hirschman also reported that he's gone from seeing 50% of his embalmed cases with these types of blockages rise to almost 80% in the last year, and reveals these never-before-seen images and findings on the Dr. Jane ruby show.
1: So that link on that title goes directly to that video where you can see that but just the fact of the matter is they are plugging up our veins and arteries with this jab.
0: Poison! Yes. Blood clotting poison.
1: He couldn't even put the embalming fluid in the body because it was plugged so bad. Makes my
0: eyes bleed.
1: So (sighs) ridiculous.
0: Sorry, get a little crazy on these vaccine headlines because we're in the middle of a war. And that does it for another edition of Digging Deeper. Visit our website to catch this podcast and many others anytime. You can also watch our live TV network, browse our on-demand content, read our controversial articles, or sign up if you feel led to join the cause for defending our constitution. It's all on diggingdeeper.us. We appreciate you listening, and remember, visit diggingdeeper.us to learn more about what we're doing to bring truth to light.